I'm Gavs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their Tropes Battled for Dominance. I'm so fucking sorry if you can hear the ambulance outside. I live by a hospital now. Liz so. lives in New York City now! Ah. Let's go! <laughs> um, it's fine if they, they've heard all the sirens running past me for the past year, they can deal with yours. So, what's up, yes. guys? We have not recorded in... A month now. I think it's been like over, like a day over a month no or something. Way. Like no it was way. early it's August. Enough. Yeah, because my last video that I had when I was we were doing our test setup and stuff, and I was looking at our the video collection. The last one I have is from August fifth, and it's September sixth that we're recording this. Zam. We literally good. kept trying. So like the first two weeks, we were like, "That's fine. We are not going to be able to record. It's fine." But then last week, we were like, "Okay, let's try and record." Right, and then we just couldn't. So yeah, um, I went out of town. Um, I was moving in, had the worst moving idea of my life. Yeah. And then I also, I think you started school last week as well, right? Or did you start? No, I, I literally started today. Yeah. Right. I started last week on it in addition to that. And then also had all this shit go down with my passport, which I'll give a TLDR in a bit, but, um, we just, we just literally did not have time. And then instead of stressing about it too, the other thing is that like this podcast is for fun. We record because it is fun for us to record. If it is not fun for us to record, we came to the decision. We're not going to record. We're not like that's part of why we went on hiatus in the first place is because we were forcing ourselves to like make time as opposed to just doing it when we felt we had time. Obviously, we want to release weekly, but like life is more important if you know and it's not to say like we were not making time at all like we don't oh my care. God, no, like, we make time i would love to be like getting ready for bed right now but like i want to stay up to record this yeah. so, like there's like the difference like i'm making time to stay up and record oh absolutely this, you know? right so. and then it's like we realize you know if the, the other thing is like we wouldn't normally you know stay up super late to do this we would do this when we have time but then um i'm going out of town again this weekend and liz has a convention this weekend so we yeah. literally and then w- with school um, in classes, we literally do not have any other time than 10 o'clock on this Tuesday night. Um, so Yay. we're going to do that. And then we'll hopefully have um, more time to record next week, at least two, so that we can get back on our schedule of recording in advance so that we don't do what we did last week where we don't give you guys an episode. But all that being said, um, I'll start with my past month. Um, oh, so geez. it's been a month. It's been yeah. a month. Yeah. So shortly after we recorded our last episode i realized that my passport was missing this past weekend i went to canada you can't get into canada without a passport i was driving you can't get in there unless unless you have the special id card which i have there's only no real id that's different than the um enhanced id that's what yeah, I know. I I have I have both. I have How the one that both? you can get into Canada with. I, I have the one that you can get into Canada How do you with. Both. It, 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 no, I didn't no, think it was in New York Yeah, I didn't think the Indian ID was in New York yet. It said when I Googled uh, it, it said it was in Washington and California only. And I've been I've been having this Fuck since you. I lost my ID last CCEs. I hate you. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, anyways, I don't have that because um I still have been way too lazy to change my passport over to connecticut because i don't want to accept the fact that i live in connecticut um anyway so i had to get but now the thing is you can only get an expedited passport within 14 days if you're so i had to call back the monday before i left in order to get my because i was wasn't leaving until that friday and my travel plan said i wasn't going to be there until that friday so the earliest appointment that i was able to get when i called was friday at 9 30 a.m so i get there and just 
I just, I don't want to go into it because it will, I literally, it took me 30 minutes to explain it all to my parents last weekend. Um, so I won't go into all of it, but let's just say like, I just, every single bad thing that could happen to me happened, right? My dad mails me my, my birth certificate in the mail so that I like priority mail so that I have it in time for my, um, appointment. Somebody, it, it gets delivered at 10 30 AM. I had such a busy day at work. I was I was like, that's fine. It's in my lobby. I will go down and get it, you know, at the end of my work day. Between 10.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m., somebody stole my birth certificate <gasps> in the package. <gasps> oh, my God. I get a call at 6 p.m. from my dad saying that some very nice lady named Sarah called him from a mile away from my apartment because she found my birth certificate in the street. It was so the thing is she didn't even know it was my birth certificate. She literally just found the envelope and for whatever reason picked it up, saw my name, like saw the birth certificate. God bless her. Called my dad. Like found my God dad on Facebook. Her. She tried to get me on Facebook. She couldn't get me on Facebook. So she got my dad. Thank God I don't have a common like legal name. Um called got in contact with my dad, had and then my dad called me and gave me her number. And sweetest lady, I owe her my life, but like, oh my God. And um, it, you know what's that? crazy is they they literally so like they use like a letter like they, they slash it open to like open the package and by in doing so they slashed in my birth certificate so it was folded up so now there's three like identical slashes in my birth certificate i'm so fucking sorry that's wild so thankfully you know they, they accepted it but it was literally like literally what else could go wrong and, you know and there was other things going on too but basically like everything in my life was saying do not go to canada <laughs> i went to canada um, my parents and I, it's, it's rough. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I learned a lot of things about my parents too this weekend that have made it extra rough. So I'm trying to, um, not think about it, but mm -hmm. you know, my, I went with my best friend Hadar. We had a really, really nice time when it was just the two of us and we drove together. I dropped her off at the airport at 6am this morning because, and I'm just dying um, from that. So, like, I've barely been sleeping this past month. Like, I genuinely, this past month, every single night, have not slept more than five hours, if I'm lucky. Um, it's been, and then with work, and then school, and then this stress, it's been a lot. So, that's why we really haven't recorded. Like, Liz has had, like, Liz had time in those weeks leading up. I just did not, and I could not make time. So, um if you're gonna be if anyone's gonna be upset about that be upset at no, me not Liz. Bestie, no. <laughs> but anyways um another news tomorrow is my four-year anniversary with nick you can't see him he's hiding behind his shelf right here i love um, you guys so much thanks we exchanged our gifts today just because i'm gonna be insanely busy tomorrow and he uh, you know has stuff to do too so it's like we i was like i want to exchange our gifts today because mine came in you know tonight so i got him this makeup um shelf thing but it's it's a coffin it's from his wish list it's like a vampire coffin mm -hmm. and it also has like a mini coffin for brushes and it came with a coffin shaped uh can opener for some reason anyways he is he was very happy with it and then i am extremely happy with my gifts i have to take <laughs> them out of my ears um i did a test before we started recording to see if like it would show up on my camera and it did but it's a little blurry so for those of you guys who aren't watching um nick got me uh twilight earrings i don't know it's gonna be so hard it's it's too hard that's, to see that's my boy this that's is jacob um i'm pretty sure yeah, it's New Moon Jacob. It's New Moon Jacob, 100%. I think it actually might be from, like, the, like, 
the poster poster promo yeah poster promo <laughs> jacob and then um edward which i'm, I'm actually gonna be, i'm gonna be wait, i I'm actually be can't honest. tell which I, one is you can't it's I, hard to see it's very i think that i think that photo of jacob is the jacob poster i had on my wall in elementary stop school. i love that well he goes on my left ear now oh, um, perfect. and then edward i actually <laughs> think i'm pretty sure this is eclipse edward because of the mutton chops um, which is perfect because Eclipse is my favorite movie with this stupid Anthony Bridgerton mutton chops, you know? Um, but anyways, I put these on this morning and I did not take them off. And I literally went to my grad school class and not a single person commented on them, right? I literally That's wore my hair so up depressing. and everything so that, like, you know, someone would be like more of a chance to, like, see it. Nobody said shit. I talked to so many people, not a single person. Like, even someone being like, what the fuck is on your ears? Like, you know, like, these are, like, a solid, like, two, three inches. Like, people would notice them. I'm mad that nobody commented. Anyways, I'm so happy. I'm literally going to wear these the rest of my life. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's how my month has been. Hopefully, things are looking up. Liz, how was yours? Um, I got my hair cut, and, like, that's making me happy. So, it looks very um, good. If you guys aren't watching, you should turn on the video just for Liz. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Speaking of watching... Sorry that the videos have not been on YouTube. It takes like two hours to upload the videos with my internet speed, and it's a pain in the ass. So I've been lazy, um, but I'll I'll try to start doing that maybe this week. Um, and then um, I got new glasses. I I, tra- I completed my insult transformation into the Riddler Woo! with my clear glasses. You really do have the Riddler glasses now. I do have. That's literally why I fucking bought them. I know. I was like, these are the Riddler glasses. I need to fucking buy them. Um, I moved. That that happened. I have a very beautiful view of the Manhattan skyline oh and the Dude, her, Hudson River. Her view is actually breathtaking. It was. It's, it's like it's the kind genuine, of view that people move to the city for. Like I genuinely just sit, like sit looking out my window, and I'm like, "Damn!" You, like I can't see it that well tonight because it's mm-hmm. foggy as shit. But yeah, like all the rain, I literally just look out there and I'm like, "This is pretty." It, it's um, pretty. I saw, you know, photos and videos that Liz. Um, a photo, Gabs, the photos don't do it justice. I know. I want to. Maybe I'll stop by, um, like at some point after Comic Con or something, just to see yes. it, because I really, I really do want to see it. Um, um, and then I have a like a non-working fireplace in my room. Yeah, it's like, but it's cute. Like it, it <laughs> no, very, it's so cute, but it's like it doesn't work so- at all though. No. Oh, that's funny. Because it'd be like a real fire. It would be a real fire hazard. They don't don't want like a fire in the door. But like, it it was just like I walked in and I'm like, why the fuck do I have a fireplace (laughs) in my dorm? Um, it's great because it's like extra shelf space. True. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, I went to go see the new Spider-Man release with the new like extra scenes, and it was really, really good. I really suggest it. Yeah, and it's, like, actually, like, good extra scenes. Like, for Endgame, they did an extra scenes, and it was just, like, a not-actually-fully-CGI'd scene of, like, the Hulk stuck at the end, so it sucked. And it, it like, added nothing. But, like, the scenes in this were, like, actually, like, edited into the movie. They were, like, funny scenes. Like, it was Wait, I I don't know about this. I want to see it just because, like, I would die for Andrew Garfield. it just came out like uh on like Thursday, so it's probably still in theaters for a little bit. I'll see I'd, if I can. Yeah, go see it, and it has like an extra Andrew Garfield scene. Um, so all right, you should go oh, see me. it. <laughs> Do you know how devastated I've been ever since Andrew Garfield announced his hiatus? Like, I literally like 
Like, I don't care. I didn't know you were this big of an Andrew stan. I just think he's so attractive. Genuinely. Like, like to me, he, he represents to me what, like, um, what's his face? Ryan Deadpool. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, he's to me what Ryan Reynolds is to straight men. Like Andrew <laughs> Garfield. Andrew Garfield is like everything to me. Like and literally, like it's not even so much about his acting. It's not even so much about his acting, his personality. I don't know what the fuck he's like off camera, but like he is literally one of the most attractive men I have ever seen in my life. And That's... I think he is a shit Peter Parker because he's too fucking cool and too fucking attractive <laughs> to be Peter Parker. But oh my god, he is the sexiest Spider-Man. I have ever like I can ever think of like when I think of Spider Man I think oh my god Andrew Garfield Spider Man is so sexy like literally like when I think of Spider Man I only think of him. Gabs, that's me with Evan Peters. I fucking love Evan yes. Peters. He's except so except Andrew Garfield is conventionally attractive and people I don't give a people shit. look at Andrew Garfield and agree he's attractive. What do you mean people don't agree that? Evan I don't Peters actually is know what Evan Peters looks like off the top of my Evan head. So I can tell you, beautiful. but I'm just saying. Like, I love him. I'm saying like Andrew Garfield is like a pop a popular yeah. choice. But anyways, um, then- I just think he's so beautiful. Go and ahead. then I went I went to my friend Allie's house on Sunday because she was having people over to watch wrestling. And I think I mayhaps enjoy wrestling. Yeah, now. I saw your tweets and I was like, I you know, I'm kind of surprised that you weren't into it because it's, like it's like half naked women punching each other. No, but like not even just the women, the men too. I'm into it. I literally okay. like if you just put it all into like nerdy terms, it's literally just like a bunch of grown people like role playing on I stage. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's so brilliant like um ali showed me a video and like it was like one of like the storylines of this like guy and i literally like <laughs> i literally almost started crying watching the storyline <laughs> okay so good i, I like, don't want anyone to be offended by this question is wrestling considered like like wwe wrestling is that considered like a sport if it's all for show like I is, wouldn't know. it be considered because, more like because, stunt work? Because yeah, it's like intense work. Like, yeah. like these people like, get severely injured, but like it's like very much like. So what I learned is like it's like a huge improv. Like they don't plan these fights. Okay. Like they plan like who wins the fights and stuff and how long it takes. But like they're talking to each other on like on like the stage about like what they're gonna do next and what oh. they're gonna try next. Like if there's like really like this is like all from Allie. So like I'm uh-huh. not the expert here, but she's like, oh, like if there's like a really difficult spot, like they'll they'll like they'll like they'll do it before, like they'll go over it before. But usually like they they like Im- essentially like improv on stage, like the whole okay. fight. And I'm like, that's so much more impressive. That that and is like, a lot more impressive than like normal like middle aged white guys make it sound. They always make it sound like it's so fake. Like nobody cares. Like you no, know, it's so fucking. That does good. sound like really cool. The storylines, bro. The fucking storylines are insane. <laughs> like <they're- laughs> next time we hang out, maybe I'll make you um, show me some. I'll I'll, I'll have to give get. Get yeah, get Allie. from Allie. I, I, I know like, Allie. Bring Allie to the party. Yes. I and apparently there's gonna be some of them are gonna be the people who who like I saw are gonna be at Comic Con, so I'm like, oh. Allie, we gotta go, we gotta go. That's awesome. But yeah, um I I think I like wrestling now, so that's another thing for me to be obsessed with, which I don't need to be obsessed with. Fair. Yeah. Um so yes. Before we I'm get done. to it, you did just remind me. I have a panel that I will be hosting at New York Comic Con 
um and which i'm you know freaking the fuck out over because oh my god like technically i presented at new york comic-con before but it was at their shitty little anime fest they did a few years ago um mm-hmm. and it was literally in the middle of the dealer's room liz was there it was, yeah, it, was, it, was it was it was in the middle of the deal like, i'm it was not exaggerating like it was literally location. a stage set up in the middle of the dealer's room <laughs> And, like, yeah. the, that would be fine for some panels, but, like, mine was literally, like, a music presentation. Like, it it was not a good match. But anyways, anyways, it's a different panel. It's slightly different. It still has a lot of music in it, but it's more about the statistics behind the music, too. So I get to put my degree to use. And um, Liz will try to be there. It's it's 9.15 p.m. on Friday of New York Comic Con. Liz isn't sure if she'll be able to make it yet, but um, no, I'll be there. Oh, I'll be oh, there. Slay. I just, um, I just. No, when I said I didn't know, because I didn't know the time or the day. Like Friday nine fifteen. Fuck yeah! Even if I'm like at home working, I can. I'll be back in the city. Yeah. Well before that time. So yeah. yeah. Okay, Slay. So yeah. So it's um. I, if you guys happen to be going to Comic Con, please feel free I'll to come there. say hi to us. I have no idea what I'm gonna be wearing yet. Um, but I will most likely not be cosplaying for the panel, and I will be cosplaying the other days. That's fair. I will only be there Friday, but um, I'll probably be in Genshin or something just so I can get like photo- photos because I desperately need photos. Um, but yeah, so that's exciting. Um, and then other stuff. Um, I just submitted our panels to Katsu, including our Omegaverse panel that was really fun at um Hallmat. Mm-hmm. Except we've we kind of revamped it a bit to be specifically about Omegaverse as opposed to just like our panel a live show. Yeah. Um, obviously we'll still talk or our podcast live show. We'll still talk about the pod, but it's going to be mostly um the show, uh the trope. Anyways. That is all the updates. So, I'll be I'll be at Colossal Con East this weekend. If oh, you see me, yeah. say hi. Yes, that's um, true. I will be very inebriated the entire weekend. So apologize. I apologize, but like, also you don't not really. Colossal, so you're not yeah. really. Everyone else will also be drunk. Um, okay, so Liz has not opened my document yet. Yeah, because I tweeted earlier today that I had a really terrible trope that I picked out. And um, it's honestly, I didn't really even realize, like, consider this to be a trope in fanfic until recently. So there's this big controversy um, in the past week in the Overwatch League pro scene. So um, a famous tank player was called out for being essentially, this is downplaying it a lot, but essentially just being creepy in girls' DMs Mm -hmm. and um, saying really fucked up shit in these DMs. However, it came out later that this was all taken out of context and that this guy met these girls in heel slut servers. So I was like, what oh, the I fuck? know what this is. I was like, I know what a heel slut is in theory, but what actually are heel sluts? Like, what is the trope a heel slut? Because I actually, my first experience with heel slut was actually in a fanfic. In an Overwatch fanfic years ago, when I was just looking at Overwatch fanfic, it's one that popped yeah. up. I didn't know what it was. And I read it and I remember being like, I read part of it. I didn't finish it because I was like, this is a little too weird for me. Mm-hmm. But that was my only experience. I didn't realize that, like, this was an actual, like, community of people. So, um, for those of you guys who have no idea what I'm talking about, um, I got um, a bit of an FAQ from the Heel Sluts Reddit. Um, and uh, this, I believe this FAQ was made by the creator of the subreddit, whose username is Leviathan Lust. Um, but I'm not 100%, so I don't want to give credit where I don't know where it's due. Um, I didn't take everything from the uh, FAQ, just parts of it. And I'm not going to read it all because Liz, if you're looking, it looks like a lot. 
Um, okay. okay. So here's the heal DR. <laughs> heal sluts are submissive healers in video games who take pleasure in sexualizing their job with BDSM tropes, namely DS. And now this is interesting to me because BDSM has always been described to me as like bondage, discipline, sadism, and masochism. Never, um, I've never seen it split up into BD, DS, SM. But the way that this person split it up and this community splits it up is um, bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, sadism and masochism and all of that being represented in um the uh acronym which i thought was interesting um so heal slots as a fetish has been around for several years dating back to the days from when healing first became a thing in video games so since the beginning um but nobody is sure who the first heal slot was but they assume that Warcraft was the first step in its establishment in modern bdsm the name heal sluts also doesn't have any like original like creator um but they're pretty sure it was a perverted person <laughs> to put I mean, it, like <laughs> yeah to put it bluntly a lot of the fetishes origins are unknown and may stay that way but it's easy to assume that there was a vague direction it came from this subreddit in particular where i got a lot of this information from was actually created back in 2016 um shortly after overwatch's release um because and i'll get more into why overwatch plays such a big part in it later um, and then for those of you guys who are totally unfamiliar with video games and um, and don't understand, like, these terms that might come up where it's, like, heal slut, dom DPS, DPS dom, um, tank slut, like, it's better, it's, so tanks are the, basically the shields, DPS are basically the attack, the sword, if you will, and then healers are, they heal, or they provide support in some other way, and that's where those terms come from. And then, um... And then I'm just going to use, I'm just going to read directly from the FAQ the part that I like quoted here because I think the way they wrote it is just very funny. So you got a pretty good idea on how to be a sub or a dom, but you still don't know exactly what to do. And the answer is anything. Really? Part of this fetish's fun is coming up with the creative ways to integrate BDSM or just plain lewd things with your games. If you look around on the subreddit, you'll find that there's plenty of heel slut games out there that will make the player do various acts while attempting to play their game, punishing bad plays and rewarding good plays. Think of it like a shot game where you drink every time something Every time X happens, it's the same concept, basically, but that's just one example. And then they gave um, a bunch of examples using, you know, um, other video games and just like like actually like how it relates to like real sex stuff so here are some examples a dom orders their sub to keep their heel beam on them at all times if they're playing medic from tf2 or mercy from overwatch if they don't the dom will start counting this number can be the amount of spanks a sub needs to endure a dom uses a sub's bluetooth sex toy while playing and the better the sub plays the more pleasure they receive the worse they play the less pleasure they get a dom might post nudes and expose their sub, if the sub is okay with it, to a porn channel on the Discord server as punishment for losing a game. A dom and sub might not even need to actively play a game and simply just enjoy each other. Um, a dom might coax their sub into playing League with a meme build and rewarding them for every kill they manage to get, equating to time they can touch themselves after a match. Liz is like, ooh, that's this, this is a fucking lie. League of Legends players don't have sex. <laughs> This is a fucking lie. <laughs> You're right, my bad. My information is invalid. It's outdated. Lie. Um, and then 
Uh, and there's also um, if cosmetic customization is possible, a dom can pick out what their sub like character wears, um, especially if there's sexy or humiliating options. Um, a dom can make the game intentionally harder for the sub by using like bad items or bad cosmetics and gradually improving them as they serve for better rewards. Um, if a couple's into cuckolding or trading, the dom could put their sub on a line in a series of matches, and then winner gets the sub for the day. And um, if they are switches, they could play games against each other, each other to see who tops, who bottoms that time. There's it, it actually, it's actually was really interesting to me to see it, how it worked. I was like, you know, I probably actually know a lot more people like this than I thought I did. Um, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's it's definitely something. And then yeah. um, I found a Kotaku article that interviewed the creator of the subreddit, um, Leviathan Lust. And um, some of their quotes are pretty funny. And then um, I, I'm just going to read this like blurb that I took from Kotaku directly so I don't misrepresent um, any of the words that were said. Mercy rezzed the community, says Leviathan Lust, the moderator who runs r slash heel sluts, a subreddit where people who are into that kind of erotic play meet. Mercy is Overwatch's most recognizable support character. She breathed life into the fetish. An incredibly beautiful girl that heals people? It's a perfect fit. For whatever reason, Overwatch is the game that's reinvigorated the scene. The subreddit almost entirely consists of handmade Mercy tributes, which itself dovetails out of a surprisingly large hamlet of people animating porn based on the game's characters. It's difficult to know why this universe, which lacks anything slightly PG-13, has inspired such an intense sexual fascination. But it also doesn't matter. Overwatch has one of the most vibrant, inspiring communities in the world. If some of them have discovered a way to use a game they love to explore their sexuality, that should be celebrated, not feared. I am a submissive heel slut, said a trans female. Speak your truth. <laughs> I, and again, this is directly taken from the article. Um, I don't know if I would call someone a trans female. I would just maybe say trans woman, trans female. I don't like using the word female personally, but that's just me. It has absolutely helped me come to terms with some of my kinks. I was actually afraid to talk about my kinks until I became active in the community. Overwatch probably shouldn't introduce mechanics built specifically for heel sledding. This community is small. <laughs> at, the time, at the time of writing this article, the Heel Slut subreddit has only 1,600 subscribers. The Discord group has 600 members. But video games are full of people and people like to bone. The sooner we come to terms with that, the sooner it will feel normal. And now I don't know about the Discord. I don't. I didn't catch the date on when this article was written. I could look it up, but I'm lazy. Um, but at the time this article was written, it, the subreddit only had 1,600 subscri subscribers. Um, at the time of writing these notes, it has 114,000. So, um, people are into this, very into this. I have no idea how much the Discord has, but based on the fact that, like, you know, it's I I would easily say there's definitely definitely like. So several thousand people in these discords for this um community yeah, so probably. it's a, it's a thriving kink community anyways um so like i said my first inter uh interaction with heel sledding was through fan fiction i didn't i didn't or at least i didn't know if i knew anybody who was into this prior to that um and then i will just like to give a warning like anything else with bdsm and heavy bdsm there often are these dead dove-esque topics that come into play um i noticed in the heel sledding fix that i was examining um most of it was forced feminization or like sissifying um like sissying as they call it um a lot of non-consensual uh, sometimes like 
straight up rape um and it's not even like for a scene sometimes like that is just straight up how the fic goes and then um there's also a lot of weird race fetishizing i think though that's also a bit of an issue in the bdsm community anyways i don't think that's specific Mm -hmm. to heel sledding um and just other stuff like that but in uh the fic that i found because this is this was the fic that i first found years ago that i like read a couple paragraphs of and i was like I'm gonna put this one down. Um, like, Respectfully, I'm done. I was like, it's not for me. However, like I said, I think it's very interesting, so um, I wanted to bring it up. Um, and then uh, it's it is an Overwatch fic, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty explicit, pretty quickly. I only took the first part of it. Um, I think I didn't take anything that had anything like race fetish or anything like that, but I do know that that was in there i don't think it was actually tagged as having that but when i did like a quick scroll through i saw like there was something with like baptiste and it was really weird and i was like oh this is achy but um this is the this was like the shortest one so i was like okay i will just take the blurb and run yeah um so like i said i'm not condoning anything that's in this fic neither is liz um we're not doing that as a podcast either it's more just like this is the trope um if anybody you know has stuff from this trope that is not that doesn't contain these taboo things um taboo might be a wrong word but just stuff that me and liz are squicked out by mm-hmm. let me know but from what i could tell this is kind of what the community is so this fic is called life of a heel slut by punished varmint that's all one word v-a-r-m-i-n-t and um the reason actually that I got squicked out to this before I even got to any of like the porn when I first read this was because it's like, so heel slutting can be a role play, right? Like you can be those characters or you can be yourself playing those characters. And this fic is like, it's, it's, it's like, it's an overwatch game, but the characters like, you'll see what I mean. So it's like, if, for those of you guys unfamiliar, so it's like Overwatch is a 6v6, like, player versus player game. So there's six players on each team, and they all can pick characters. You can't pick the same character on the same team, but, you know, both teams could have a Mercy, for example. So it kind of got, got weirded out because, like, this fic is, like, the characters. So it's like, mm-hmm. Mercy is fighting in an Overwatch game right now, and there's Reinhardt fighting with her. But it's like it's it's not it's not like the characters from the lore. It's the characters from the player versus player game. If that makes sense. Like they they are currently in a match of Overwatch. They are in it's a match like, of Overwatch. This is breaking the fourth wall. Like they are in an Overwatch match, and they like are the characters. Like it's not like 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 um Cassidy and Ash's like backstory. Exactly. Like, like, it's nothing like, to do with the lore. In a game. There's nothing they're to do with the lore. Game. They are on the King's Row map, and they are fighting a game. <laughs> okay. So. That again, so like that takes me out of it, but just so you know, um, excuse me, I believe this first one is just Reaper Mercy. I don't know if anyone else is talking. Um, it's from Mercy's POV, but like I think Reaper does say a lot of stuff. So, um, Liz, how up to are you? Are you just saying some uh fun things? Not very up to it, but would gonna you? be honest. Considering I'm in a dorm and I really don't know how thick these all falls, <laughs> okay, not, but, not okay, just because you're new to the dorm and you don't want to start shit yet. I would do it for you. Like, what the fuck? The, the person across, like next door, what the fuck is this person reading? <laughs> and I was like, why are they reading it out loud? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> okay. Okay. In that case, I will read for Reaper. I'll let you read for Mercy. Thanks, Bestie. Okay, we'll I love you. As war raged on the streets of Kingsborough, a frazzled healer desperately made her way back to the front line from her starting base. A fatigued and stressed Mercy flew into a nearby building completely out of breath, her translucent golden wings folding neatly behind her as the doctor landed gingerly back on her feet. Despite the advantages of angelic flight, the exhausted healer still had to make much of the journey on her own two feet, a fact which didn't seem to matter one bit to her impatient teammate. Where have you been? growled Reaper through his imposing face mask. I've been calling for you. Sorry, gasped Mercy, still struggling, struggling to catch her breath. Everyone is so spread out, and then after Roadhog ran ahead, I had no one to protect me from the flanking. I'm not interested in your excuses, Reaper snarled. If I'm going to be carrying you through this match, then I expect you to be healing me 24-7, not wandering away to get picked off. Ordinarily, Mercy would have given the arrogant bully a piece of her mind, but she really needed this win and couldn't risk pissing off her teammates. Me? Me? This is me playing this game? <laughs> if that meant swallowing her pride, then so be it. Sorry. She sighed with her eyes cast downward like a scolded puppy. I'll try better, but it would be really helpful if we had another tank to peel for the back line. And again, for Overwatch players, you can tell how old this fic is because this is before roll queue. Um... Reaper threw his shotguns onto the ground so suddenly that Mercy took a step back in reflex. I'm getting real sick of your entitled attitude. You supports are all alike, thinking just because you do the job no one else wants that your shit doesn't stink. Well, if you aren't going to be healing, then it's about time you find some other way of being useful around here. Before Mercy even had time to guess what he possibly meant by that, let alone react, Reaper had grabbed her firmly by the shoulders and shoved the blonde healer down onto her knees. He... <laughs> oh my god we haven't read like straight up porn to each other in a while yeah he had his pants down to his ankles in record time and the thickest cock mercy had ever seen sprang out to slap her across the cheek with a meaty thwop he hate that like that i mean like it paints a visceral it image really does thwop, you can absolutely picture this scene in your head right now i fucking hate it it was throbbing angrily in her face, the angrily. dark veins running along the shaft, pulsing with need. But Mercy didn't have much time to dwell on the matter before its massive girth was punching down her throat. What had began as, begun as a routine battle in London, London was quickly spiraling into something unseemly as Reaper grabbed the convenient golden halo atop his support's head and used it as leverage to fuck the pretty blonde's face. Mercy certainly didn't have much say in the matter, stuck down on her knees and forced to defer her teammates' cocks in, hope that, in hopes that getting him off might lead to a victory. You were made for sucking dick, snarled Reaper. Okay, bestie. <laughs> As he tested the limits of the poor girl's gag reflex, plunging his shaft down her throat in long, steady strokes. Each time he pulled out with just the tip nestled between her lips, he swore he could feel her tongue licking, flicking upward to lick the head. If you healed as well as you sucked cock, maybe we wouldn't be so far behind. Bessie, I think you might be far behind because you're making your teammates suck you off in the middle of a game. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Bestie, not like, respectfully, get back to battle. Respectfully, um, your team's fighting a 4v6. Get back in there. <laughs> Literally. Mercy certainly wasn't in any position to argue against his remarks. She wasn't so much blowing him as much as instead of just kneeling in place as Reaper used her angelic headgear to skull fuck her to his own ends. 
Tears were flowing freely from her eyes and smearing her thick mascara across both cheeks, making Mercy look properly whored out. But that yeah. wasn't enough for Reaper. With a what cruel, a descriptor. With a cruel properly smile. whored out. <laughs> and with a cruel smile behind his mask, he reached into his pocket for a secret weapon, while his other hand yanked her mouth down to the root. As soon as her lips touched his groin, Mercy felt the first spurt of cum shoot down her throat. With a hoarse squeal, the healer struggled against his grip to no avail as he inseminated her belly with hot spunk. Oh, God, that was like... <laughs> that might have been one of the worst things I've ever read out loud. Wait, Cabs, you don't like hot spunk? Just inseminated her <laughs> belly with hot spunk. <laughs> what oh a piece God. of literature. Scott you know, Fitzgerald like, is shaking in his fucking you grave You know, like, right I gotta say, the the writers use a lot of descriptors. I do have to say, you know, like, like, as much shit as, like, these, this type of pornographic writing gets, like, straight-up erotica gets for being the way that it is and written, people just consider it written relatively poorly, I will argue that it has some of the best descriptors and, like, visual yeah. images that you, like, you can you can imagine what's going uh, on in this uh, type of writing. Meaty swap. The but you can't tell me, can't tell me you had no idea. The like, inseminating of head. the belly with you hot spunk. You see that in your head. You really can't. That's that's the thing like you can see this entire fic playing out and that's what makes me like really anyways are you doing writing this instead of like you know writing a book or something anyways anyways but not content to simply settle for humiliating the healer by making her swallow every drop reaper pulled out a black sharpie titled mercy's head tilted mercy's head back with her lips still around his dick and wrote heel slut across her forehead in big bold letters mercy Oops, of on course, you bitch mercy has bangs to cover it <laughs> i guess it depends on the skin I, um, if we're going with base skin bestie has like bangs to cover like some of it that's true mercy of i guess course, not the, never mind sorry i'll stop talking no you're good you know i'll talk about overwatch anytime Mercy, of course, had no idea what he had just written on her, and as he pulled out and shot the last few drops of cum across those black letters, she was too busy gasping for air to think about it, but she knew it poss- couldn't possibly end well for her. Anyways, and then she basically just gets passed around the team, from my understanding, um, but I cut it off mm. there. And I do have to say something else I forgot to mention this past month. I was invited to apply for an Overwatch 2 position at Blizzard, and then rejected <laughs> Fuck them. imagine if i wasn't rejected then i went on to and this is it. what you're reading imagine. this is why i got rejected probably no no they literally said we they, I, they, they were hiring internally and just posted it publicly so my friend who works at blizzard recommended me for the job i had a really good shot at getting it but they had someone in mind already it was just one of those like we have to post it which i think is the time but yeah anyways um blizzard hire me <laughs> I don't know why I was just thinking. Have you have you seen that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? What did you not see this video on Twitter? Have you not seen all the drama with the "Don't worry, darling"? Movie? I I okay. So funny you say that. I literally watched a TikTok while I was setting up where someone gave a recap of the drama, but it was very like baseline. I'm so sorry. This is so off topic, but literally, there's a video of like Harry Styles like spitting on. No, good Chris for him. Pine. Is that part Chris of the movie? Pine is, Chris, they're in the movie, and Chris Pine just like, 
literally the the amount of memes that have come out of this like so so Liz Chris like Pine, they're both in the movie okay and like Chris Pine is just just so there's an interview where Harry Styles literally goes like you know I really love this movie because it feels like a movie you'll see in the theater and Chris Pine's just sitting there like I have seen that picture of Chris Pine just sitting there. <laughs> My favorite is no where it came from. The headphones. Yeah, the yeah, headphones. No, this was a different. And no, but so apparently, like Harry Styles, the director, and Florence Pugh all hate each other. So, so and they're so it's like. But so I heard like, that Harry Styles and the director were dating. Yeah, but they're not. I don't think they are anymore. Like I don't think oh they like God. each other. But so you can see, like. <laughs> they all had to sit together for the Venice Film Festival, and they literally have like the other actors in the movie buffering in between them. It's so funny. It's so funny. Funny. This sounds like a nightmare of a movie that makes me want to see it more. Oh, I actually really want to see this movie. Like, genuinely. my only thing holding me back is that it's like a psych thriller, so I don't know if I'll be able to. I'll go see it first. See, you let see you, it, know. you let me know if I can handle it. Um. Okay. Back Sorry for that tangent. Um, I guess fun. there there would maybe be some spitting in this, so it's it's connected. Sure, Liz. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so for heel sledding, like I said, this is not um I I don't I think I can speak for both of us when I say that this is at least the fanfic side of it is not really for us, just with all of the everything that comes with it. I I mean maybe down. it's more just like everything that seems to be associated with it, it seems to be kind of the negative side of the community and that's not really what i'm about and like you know i i i'm not like a practitioner of bdsm but i'm not opposed to it either when um and for me bdsm that i wouldn't be opposed to would only be dominant like sub it would never it would never be it would be very vanilla bdsm like i don't think i could handle some of the extreme stuff and like any of the extreme role playing that um ha- goes on so it's like for me that's off the table um liz i don't want you to make you out your like kink life play league of legends i'm a fucking virgin what are you talking about i, I, mean, I play overwatch i'm I'm a, I'm a top 500 overwatch player liz you think i have Dude, sex no i play league of legends bro that's worse <laughs> it really is that's it fucking is. worse yeah it is um i don't know if i've told the story on here before but liz got me to download league our freshman year before i got I overwatch um, and so I spent, you know, my ancient computer spent a full day downloading it. I opened it up. I, in my first ever game, I was in an AI game. Somebody on my team was yelling at me in the chat. So I fucking love League of Legends. So baby. I uninstalled Let's it. Go. And never played it again. Um, I would infinitely prefer to play League of Legends over Overwatch. And if that just well, tells be, you anything about my psyche, it's also different. Different like skills involved. Like I, I quite a few like top five hundred people that I'm friends with in Overwatch our ass at league there's so many different like it's just well, a different because skill. it's a completely different right like, it's, it's not an fps so it's like, yeah so yeah so it's like i i don't think it's wrong to prefer one or the other anyways all that to say heel slutting yes or no liz um depending on the person in the right circumstances like mayhaps but also like probably not like i don't like this like i don't like this like fan fiction side especially with like the race fetishes and yeah, involved with it not my yeah, cup of tea, Bestie. Um, so no. no. Okay. Slay, <laughs> Liz. Um, your turn. So I got randomly assigned hooker fic. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, 
Interesting. Okay. I'm sorry. I have some like really weird feral energy tonight, and I really apologize for it's, it. No, Liz, it, that's not what's weird. What's weird is how not feral you are about. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, I got hooker pick. I'm, I'm just, just feeling a little tired. feral. I'm tired. I've been up since 9 a.m. doing schoolwork. Um. Well, actually, no. I've been up since like 7:30, but I've been doing schoolwork since 9 a.m. But um. Yeah. So um, I do want to, before we get into it, I would like to um, discuss the controversy involved. Um, some people believe that hooker fic glorifies sex, words, sex work and demeans real sex workers and shouldn't be written. Just wanted to put that out there. I'm I not going to say that. one way or the other, but like I do agree, like sometimes it might be romanticizing it. I think it a might lot be glorifying of, it. we've talked about this a lot in fanfic where it's like, there's a lot of stuff that gets written about where it's not necessarily bad either way, but then yeah. a lot of, at the same time, people do a lot of um, problematic mistakes with their writing and will often, like Liz is saying, romanticize something that really shouldn't be romanticized. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just a heads up, some of these fics can deal with very sensitive topics, so please read the tags if you're going to read any of these fics, because... Um, I'll mention it more when I get down to it, but essentially, um, a hooker fic is a fic where one or more characters is a sex worker, usually a prostitute. Um, and so these fics can show the more realistic sides of sex work. And this maybe usually is where it gets into darker themes, like, um, like trigger warning, but like, there's like, can be like rape, um, obviously, um, like just people being like forced into a, due to like unforeseen circumstances and like. Kind of stuff like that. Sometimes there's like underage stuff involved because like that can happen in the world. Real, I mean, it does happen in the real world where like people who are young are kind of forced into these situations by Sex people who are older. Is than... a real issue. Yeah, yeah. And so, then... um, yeah. yeah, just massive trigger warning. And sometimes fix like they they do like to show this more real side. And um, yeah. But then there are also other fix that are um, I how the how the um the the article described it was they're pretty woman-esque whereas the sex worker is rescued from a life off the Mm -hmm. streets by a client which is what um i definitely see a lot more of because it's definitely the more romanticized version yeah i think i i I, sorry i just i think you also see a lot of like sugar baby fix mixed in with that um one i've definitely read a few of those yeah, I've read it more on, like, the sugar baby side versus, mm-hmm. like, the necessarily just, like, the plain hooker fic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to... Here you go. Uh, okay. The most common ship dynamic in this trope is where one character is, like, a sex worker and the other character is, like, a client. That's, like, the, the most common. As we said, like, it's really popular for it's, like, where the, the sex worker is, quote-unquote, saved by their client, and they don't have to, like, live that life anymore. Though there are s- certain cases where, like, both characters in the ship can um be prostitutes, and s- usually that might be where they work in, like, a brothel or something similar, or just anywhere. Um... Um, hooker fix do not always have to be an AU. Some take place in canon universes where either a character was a prostitute either pre or post canon, usually like depending on like circumstances and stuff like that. I saw like a common one was like people having to do it to like get through college or something like that. Um, you know, and I mean, like we see a lot of people who do like OnlyFans to pay for college now. That's like definitely a very real thing we see in the real world. 
um rent boys um is is the term that's usually used in um slash fix featuring prostitutes if you don't know rent boy is just like a male like is used like for like a usually gay male prostitutes I yeah believe. yeah um so usually that that is used instead of um like a hooker fic in um in slash fix as well it's like because it's also considered like more it's a more easily like romanticized versus like using like like hooker or prostitute that's oh, like yeah. what the article said like you can romanticize it more or it, it like quote unquote sounds nicer i don't yeah, know if it, I, sound, like, it nec- sounds closer to the sugar baby universe yeah than... sugar baby where also, it's like yeah you're my sugar baby before we continue just um I don't. I don't think Liz or I are very familiar on what is considered acceptable to call sex workers um, in this specific profession. Like, yes, is, is like is definitely. prostitution a lot like considered appropriate? Is hooker considered appropriate? So, just you know, kind of a blanket apology if um, you or someone you know, or if you just know better, is in this profession and we are using wrong terms. Please just let us know. Yeah, literally. Like, I just more am using it like. For, this is, this is how that's it's what written, the tropes called. Right. Um, if you like, actually look in my notes. I more or less try to avoid it and use the word prostitute instead. I did notice that. I just I want to put that out there in case anybody is yeah. like, hold up, you know, hold I up. know more. And if like, you know more, please tell us. Yeah, literally, like, please let me know because, like, actually, like reading the trope name, I was like very uncomfortable with the trope name myself, but also like. I, I don't know because I'm not in the profession and maybe it is a totally acceptable term mm-hmm. for those who um, are within this profession. So I would be very interested to hear like kind of more the appropriate terminology. Um, so I have some like fandoms that this trope is very, very popular in. Um, usually not for great reasons, like yeah, not within like the romanticized term wise. Um, so just like massive trigger warning for some of the things I'm about to talk about. Um, so within the Batman fandom, characters that spend time homeless are usually used in this trope. Jason Todd is a very, very common one, as, like, in his, like, teen years, like, he was homeless. So people sometimes, like, write that he had to, like, turn to that to, like, make money, or maybe he was, like, forced into that. Um, Harry Potter, so I literally just copied this because I'm, like, I don't want to have to think about rewriting this because this, like, low-key makes me uncomfortable. Maybe- so this is literally... It's you don't a, you don't have to go into detail if you don't want to or if you want me to read it i'm happy to no i can read it i'm okay. just like it's just like like massive tree warning peeps like just letting you know like this like i was like uncomfortable writing this because like just like you know yeah it's... um so yeah because like it, it does like this trope does de- delve in on like dark themes mm-hmm. and stuff like that where it's like those stories are important to like write about because they're important Stop. to like know and like learn but like you know so um harry potter is especially renowned for dark fic AUs where members of the order of the phoenix are forced into sex work for survival also extremely popular is the opposite circumstance where known death eaters are forced by lack of choice or ministry magic decree to use sex work to support themselves in greece interestingly these uh, these were both often different genres, um, not just slash. So, like, they're using both, like, het and, like, slash fix, mm-hmm. commonly with, like, Draco, Xginny, or uh, Dreary. Um, yeah, so it's just, like, usually used. It's a, a, a common dark fic trope. Okay. Um, apparently, the most popular fandom, like, that this is in 
not shocking supernatural baby and supernatural we can kind of just assume is the most popular for literally everything everything so um but so this is common in both rpf and fpf um i don't want to cover the rpf ones because like that's just bestie it's like it's not it's not talked before about how rpf is our squick and we are entitled to that yeah, and so it's not imperative to the um, lore of this trope as it is to Omegaverse, so I am choosing to omit it. Fair Thank enough. you. Um, but so within the FPF, which is, it, for those who don't know, it's like, it's literally just like the fictional characters from the show. Real, um, yeah. RPF is real person fiction. FPF is like oh, fiction yeah, yeah. person Wait, fiction. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said yeah. RPF, and I was just, but I also oh. want to make sure anybody listening knows that that's what RPF means. Yeah. Um, so there are two very common scenarios within FPF, um, Parker Fix and the Supernatural fandom. So um, John left Sam and Dean as teenagers without enough money and Dean would do anything to look after Sam or Sam ran out of money at Stanford and did what he had to for textbooks. And you know what? As someone in, in school, you know, I, I do get that fucking one. Expensive. I those do textbooks get that are one. fucking expensive. Very much Oh so. my god. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if this, this like this is not necessarily. Are you okay? Sorry, I just realized I pulled up a Discord message because um, and then I forgot that I was screen recording. <laughs> I'm so oh sorry. I was getting the pings, and I was like, "Who is pinging me?" Please leave me alone. Um, but sorry, so I see that. Um, like this isn't necessarily a trope I really read. I, I, I oh, I guess we'll talk about that more at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm like getting ahead of myself. I'm so sorry. No, that's I'm okay. Out of you're, it. you're doing great. You're doing great. Do not um, it. So, um, out of all the fix, I chose a more funny one, a funny take on this trope. Thank you. I and so, because like, yeah, like it's what we needed. Um, I really didn't want to just read porn, and I don't think we really have enough time to cover the nuances of a very serious fic. Yeah. So, um, this is a Starg fic, and it's rated mature, <laughs> and it's... No, because literally, this is the only funny one. This is the only funny one. And Styles gets mistaken for a prostitute. Oh, okay. All right, I'm down. It's, it's, it's like, actually very... It, I skimmed it, but from what I read, it was funny. Okay, um, so I trust called, you. It's called Three uh, Three Phone Calls by Panda Bomb on AO3. Um, I will be reading from for Styles because it's from his POV and he's in most of it. You'll um, read for Derek and I think... Lydia? No, she doesn't actually talk. Why am I... I'm being such a fake fucking fan. Are you sure? No, does she talk? I'm... No, I don't think she does. She didn't. Who talks? Yeah, she definitely talks. Fuck. Um, at least in the I'll first be, part, I'll be Lydia because it's for like two lines. Okay, I can do it. Oh. I don't mind. No, because I need you to be. Um, I can be someone both. Else. I need you to be Scott. I can be all of them. I don't mind. I make okay. you voice everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you want to be Styles too? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. Okay. In a sleek industrial style tap room downtown with a light rain drifting its onto the streets outside and reflecting the neon and traffic signs into a, in a glowing haze, Styles leaned against a polished quartz bar top and he looked damn good. So I did a break because I like I had to get to the meat of the thick and like, yeah, I was like I, wait, where just, are we? Where are we? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's like how it opens and then it's like time to go back to explain what's happening. Um, and so essentially, like, like. 
Styles is going to hang out with Lydia. They live in NYC. Um, Styles is a dog walker to rich people. And so he's talking to Lydia and he's like, I have a date tonight with one of my very rich clients. I need to look good. And so she's like, I'll help you look good, bestie. And so she like does him up and he looks like beautiful or whatever. And so, and he looked damn good. That's, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. So, um, Styles is a dog walker to the rich. Just that's, that's what you need to know. That's what he means when he says client, it's the person whose dog he's walking. Okay. Um, okay. He he'd never even come close to looking this good in his entire life. Lydia had let him keep the black pants. How um, would we even get you out of them? But he added a uh, a gunmetal gray button up to the ensemble, along with a fitted blazer style normally only wore to funerals. She insisted on his black boots. We need to remind everyone you're not straight. Had fixed his disastrous hair effortlessly, somehow managing to squeeze a miracle out of um, out of a hair product bottle. Then she'd gone to town on his brows, forcibly. Uh, you know, I thought I'd cut out more of this. Damn, never mind. But we'll, we'll still keep reading. Do you want to cut out more or no? no three lines. Oh, okay, wait, wait, no, this is the part, the important stuff. We can't cut this out. Uh, forcibly pinched his lips until they were pink and a little swollen, and fitted his button up with a bunch of safety pins along his back, making him look like a fucking sleut. We yeah, love it. Um, so, yeah, he looked incredible. But it was only because, through the power of a girl genius and the magic of fashion, he'd been turned into a sexy pincushion. And now it seemed like his state wouldn't even show, which meant no free dinner, time wasted, and one less dog to walk. It was 40 minutes past the allotted time of arrival when dis- Styles decided, fuck it, hollered the bartender over and ordered the absolute cheapest drink in the house. When it arrived, he pounded the near enti- uh, pounded the near entirety out of it immediately. It was sour, so but so was he. So they were perfect for each other. Styles had al- always known he'd found his soulmate over a glass of booze. Sorry, he'd find his soulmate over a glass of booze. This is you. Are you alone? Some guy asked from behind Styles' shoulder. Styles Hub took a final swig and waved a hand flippantly. Uh, uh, waved a hand flippantly, gaze never leaving the two expens- expensive black quartz under his arm. He said bitterly, "Yes, yeah, I'm alone. I'm assuming you have eyes, but how? Because that ass muncher chickened the fuck out. Oh, hi. The over-the-shoulder guy was attractive enough to be literally terrifying." He wore a fitted designer suit as though he'd gotten he'd just gotten off off from a job with a salary, yet his infuriatingly chiseled face was underlined with a five o'clock shadow, like he was the one paying like he was the one paying the salaries. What this is are your, you drinking? Yes. Style tore his eyes away in order to stare blankly at his empty glass. I don't even know. Me at man huffed, <laughs> literally. The man huffed, amused, and Styles thought he might develop cataracts from enduring his smile. I'll make a guess then. You do that. He replied near breathless. Sorry, nearly breathless. I'm sorry, I've been like reading all day. We haven't done re- this in a month, Liz. You're doing great. The man sat down at the bar stool next to him. Styles was still not quite understanding this entire development. So he just blinked and mouth breathed in silence. What's your name? Styles, he answered, perhaps too quickly. When the man seemed a bit confused, Styles went on, It's not my real name, but my real name, you don't need to know it. 
because it's uh, because it's too hard to pronounce died in his throat because he realized that he was probably being rude. He rushed out. I mean, just Styles. My name is Styles. Everyone calls me that. The man nodded, accepting. I'm Derek. I see already where the fucking mix-up is coming from. <laughs> yes, it's it's really funny, actually. He shook hands. The situation was finally starting to dawn on him. So Styles smiled, determined to salvage whatever he could find. He could have a shitty night out. It's good to meet you, Styles said, and congratulated himself silently. That had seemed functional. Derek smiled back, but his eyes uh, swiftly lift Styles' face to a quite obvious pursuit. Uh, should quite obviously pursue his neck and collarbone. After a moment of blatant staring, complete with a raised eyebrow, a tense mouth, and flared nostrils, he coughed and turned away to place an order with the bartender. Styles made a note to buy Lydia flowers. After their orders were in, Derek turned back and said, So, you got stood up? I love the face you're making! <laughs> I'm make- Sorry, no, Derek is a much more constipated face, so I gotta... <laughs> So, you got stood up. <laughs> I laughed a little, shrugging awkwardly. Uh, hi, yeah, I guess so, but in retrospect, I'm not really surprised. Derek frowned and narrowed his eyes, seeming seeming truly puzzled. My deep uh, was a little scared to meet me, I think. Derek continued to look puzzled, frowny, and revoltingly handsome. It was one of my newer clients. Styles went on to recover his nervousness with God. more light laughter. He was an older guy who'd never been with another man. And oh, Eric said, finally seeming to catch on that Styles was the type of person who got stood up in bars he couldn't afford to use the bathroom in. Oh, indeed. Well, Derek shrugged, shifting in his seat a little. Well, Styles asked, grinning, he he could totally pull this off. Well, his loss then. I'll cheers to that. The bartender must have smelled the wealth wafting off of Derek and his fitted suit because their drinks arrived in record time. And the cocktails must have been costly too. Styles' concoction was uh, glinting with what appeared to be real real flakes of gold. It tasted like Apollo had nutted directly in its mouth. I love that descriptor. (laughs) Great. So, Derek... Styles said, thanking his lucky stars that his first, much cheaper drink was blessing him with a bit of confidence. What do you do? I manage and rent out properties. You're a landlord? Boo! Oh. Boo! I read that when I was reading that. I was like, fuck, Derek, fuck, boo! They always gotta ruin them with the jobs. I know. Technically, I guess. I lease out luxury apartments and office buildings. Styles blinked dumbly. Whole buildings? Entire ones? Do you mean, like, out of state? No. Here. In the city. <laughs> I didn't read uh, that description. That is definitely a line. Do you need me to read it? <laughs> it's so funny! I, I think I can do... Oh, it's, it's definitely a line. <laughs> You got it? You, you got to say the word for me in between. Apollo. Uh, why don't I just read it for you? Why am I going to read one do word it, for you? It, okay. do it, do it, do it. Apollo's sperm nearly spurted out of Styles' nostrils. <laughs> this like, is like dead so in her chair. That's so fucking funny. That's so good. 
Oh my god. He covered it up with a cough and a smooth, almost casual... That sounds stressful. Sometimes. Uh, Derek said nonchalantly. But my family's always been in the business. I learned a lot from my mom and older sister. How nice! Except they're not really nice. They're nicknamed the Alpha Wolves of New of New York. You, you, you gotta get the wolf reference in there somewhere. You, you gotta. It's the requirement of any uh, steric fic. Styles and and Alpha quite... mention. Yeah. Styles couldn't quite contain his hysterical laughter. It jolted from him like a hiccup. The Wolves of Wall Street? Derek opened his mouth to answer, but quickly stopped, looking away again. He actually blushed. When you say it like that, it sounds stupid. It doesn't sound stupid the other way, Bestie. <laughs> it sounds stupid no matter how you spin it, Bestie. No, Styles rushed out, even though it totally was. But he wasn't willing to lose his miraculous opportunity over a half-baked wolf media reference. It's not stupid, but it's kind of funny. Fair enough. Derek said, sipping his drink almost bashfully. God. <laughs> Like, you can't tell me this isn't funny. It's funny, but it's also, you know how I feel about miscommunication and fix, and it's, like, giving me, like, fucking angina. Like, I'm getting (laughs) heart constrictions from this. I would ask what it is you do, but I guess I already know. That was frozen horror. Did he smell like dog? Abruptly, Derek swung his drink and leaned closer, almost flayed across the bar. How much would it be? Styles' perfectly sculpted eyebrows fled towards towards his scalp. What? For the... Oh, this must be tactless, right? <laughs> Derek leaned back, eyes shifting, shifty and avoiding. Here, just write it down and I won't say anything else. Derek reached into his suit jacket, chest beneath uh, staringly solid, and went through a small black leather book. He set it down on the shiny quartz bar top, flipped it open, and set a pen down next to it with a clack. Finally, Styles realized it was his checkbook. Derek was soliciting Ooh. him. <laughs> in a bit of in shock and a bit of horror, Styles pushed the book away almost away fiercely. What is wrong with you? He hissed. Is is this not tactful? No, it's not tactful. But No, you listen here, Styles interrupted, raising a single finger. But just as he was about to cuss the guy out, pulling every colorful insult from his inventive menagerie he did you hear how how i said those words really well you did very well i'm very proud of you i shocked my brain didn't short circuit he noticed how soft and vulnerable his face looked eyes on style like styles like he was looking at someone someone out of his league it was so bizarre and jarring that styles just said the first thing that came to his mind this is highly unexpected i know eric replied Getting his jaw and shifting in his chair. You came to meet another client, but he's not here. And I just thought... Eyes quickly flitted up and down Styles' body. He took a big breath in, avoiding eye contact all the while and let air out in a quiet huff. This man is down bad in horny jail. He's so bad. Somebody it's bail so... him out. He is locked he's... up. Yes. This is probably a bad thing to say, but just tell me how much. A thousand or whatever. I don't care what it is. I'll pay it. Styles once again just stared and blinked at him, mouth hanging open. He put a single uh, single fingertip up a little higher this time. Excuse me for just a second. 
Styles practically back- backflipped his way past the bar through the spare the sparse crowd and onto the sidewalk outside. Scotty, Scott, oh my god, Scotty, thank fuck you answered. What? What's wrong? I'm in a bit of a pickle. Rick? <laughs> what did you do? Nothing. Well, I'm gonna do something. Can I can I do a quick tangent? The pickle thing just reminded me of so Dragon Con was this past weekend, and um, a friend of mine who recently moved to Rhode Island reminded me of this story from the last time I went to Dragon Con back in 2018. Um, it was like Sunday, it, so like Sunday morning, we were all kind of chilling. It was like 10 a.m. We were sitting in the bar area because it was empty because it was 10 a.m. And this guy is sitting in a pickle costume, and of course, this is the height of pickle Rick stuff. So yeah, but we didn't think anything of it. None of us really watched. Um, rick and morty we just kind of we were sitting and talking and this guy just comes by and goes oh my god pickle rick and the guy goes no i'm just a pickle and was so upset about it he was so hungover literally nursing like a cocktail or something to like fight the hangover and he's just no man i'm just a pickle fucking mood i think about him a lot i really hope he's doing well Honestly, whenever me and my friends see pickles, we always go, oh my god, pickle ring! <laughs> but no, it's just a pickle! <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Back, back to this. Um, What did you do? Nothing. Well, I'm gonna do something. Is it illegal? Very. Don't then. But just hear me out, okay? Hear me out. So I'm in the swanky bar. My date doesn't show, even though I look edible. Like, sexy edible. Not just regular made-of-flesh edible... Anyway. Does it involve coke? No. Hard drugs of any kind? You know your meds don't play well. No. What is it then? I was getting there, so I'm edible, at bar, sit up, and this guy shows up out of nowhere. Is he a cop? I'm not sure, actually, but I highly doubt it. The bar is too bougie for that undercover shit. Okay, that's good. Yeah, anyway, he's incredibly hot, and we get to the small talk, and suddenly he, uh... Is in the mafia? He wants to fuck me. Uh, okay. He offered me a thousand dollars just to, like, fuck me. Styles. I didn't lie to him. He assumed. Styles. It's a miscommunication. Did you unmiscommunicate? No. You are not a hooker, Styles. Okay, yes, true, but. For a thousand dollars. Styles. I, you know, I, Scotty, stop. Like, I would. We all would. He implied that that was, like, the starting point. Like, I could ask for more. Styles. Dot. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> You're sure he's not a cop? Way too sloppy to be a cop. He told me to write down my price at the bar counter in his private checkbook. Wow. Exactly. It's shooting fish in a barrel. Extremely sexy fish. But will the fish murder you? There comes a time when we almost <laughs> ask ourselves that question. <laughs> Styles, seriously, can you at least keep me updated on your exact location? Of course. Wait, are you giving me permission? No, but I already know you're going to do it, and if I keep telling you no, you'll just do it stupidly. I want you safe. Aw, Scotty, my darling, my dainty darling clownfish, remind me to marry you in a few decades when both of us are lonely spinsters. Shut up. I'm furious with you. What? What if I die tonight? You really want our last conversation? Don't you even fucking joke about it. Okay, look. Gotta go. And just FYI, I love you deeply. You're the best. I'm currently at Fancy 
at a fancy tap room called Goose and Hollow, talking business with a guy named Derek Hill, who is literally stupid enough to flash me his real checkbook that is plastered with his actual real name. His whole family is, a, is in property management or some shit. I guess the name kind of rings a bell. When you get back home safe and totally unharmed, I am going to kill you. Smooches, TTYO. <laughs> Um, Style approaches the bar again, just throbbing in an intoxicating mixture of confidence and utter petrification. He, he caught Derek's eyes and smiled. Derek, bless his heart, actually appeared relieved. I thought you caught a taxi. Without you, never. Style said, somehow managing to get, keep his volume and tone level. He laid a hand along Derek's forearm gently. Before we head out, though. What? Derek asked impatiently. Slowly, Styles grinned, trying his best to catch Lydia's uh, patented sweetheart, I'm better expression. What's the catch? What? The catch, Dare Bears. I like this fic has such funny writing. Like, I'm, really, I, I'm vibing with this fic, and I, Styles so is very funny. in character. It's I so funny. Like, I feel like, like, fics really, like, a lot of them like don't get his like wittiness. Yes. Like they they don't get it right. They just and make this... him like uwu bottom, but like he's kind of bratty. Like it's fun. I I really love how they're like they're getting the sass and I love mm-hmm. it. Styles repeated and slid his perfectly cradled, practically cellophane ass into the closest bar stool. While he wasn't a slick or seductive person by any means, Styles had some idea of what people were like. So he just pretended i mean mood bestie confidence is key he started the charade by crossing his legs gliding a quick touch along Derry's calf and propping one arm on the bar then set his chin atop a delicately curled hands he tilted his head in a way that should be vaguely cute and let his neck stretch from his collarbone subtly when he spoke once more Derek was yet again staring at the exposed crook of his neck success from what you've shown me so far, you're a handsome rich man with at least a bare handle on human language. I'd get it if you were older or married or just passing through, but honestly, you should have no problem finding dates. So why are you doing this? Derek's like, I can fix him. <laughs> Derek frowned and looked away. That's none of your biz- business. Well, if you want to be inside me at some point tonight, I say it's my business. How the hell Style kept a composed face as he said that? He didn't know. Yeah, that's but it was all, But it was all the sweeter as he saw Derek's face go pink, tensing and cringing in discomfort. Derek looked supremely pissed off as he said, It's it's because just I'm bad at dating, alright? You're bad at it? Yeah. Derek raised single sorry, Styles raised single brown. I'm sorry to hear that. No, you don't understand. Derek went on, flicking the last of his drink back in frustration. I constantly make awful dating decisions. My taste is terrible. Literally the absolute worst. Oh, come on. It can't be that bad. Two of my exes are in prison for attempted murder. Okay, yes. The worst. I'm tired of the whole charade. He said, scowling. I'm tired of meeting someone thinking they're genuine and finding out everything was just a huge lie. Oh, I see where this fic is going. He's going to melt his heart. And then when he finds out he's lying, he's going to be like, this was all just a huge lie. Yeah. Then you know the drama. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Um, sorry. Um, 
And Styles, the charade-playing liar, just shifted in his seat awkwardly. Sorry, Eric said gruffly. You probably don't want to deal with someone else's baggage. Styles shrugged and plastered a smile on, determined to fake it to make it. I did ask, don't sweat it. Do you have any more questions for me? Derek asked, false patience, latently mingled with sarcasm. On a panicked whim, Styles asked, Do you have me cash on you? Derek frowned, took out his wallet, and rifled through. About 600. Why? Well, why do you have that much? Derek looked at him like he just answered, asked the world, asked why the earth was round. So Styles said, You know what? Whatever. Can we leave? Yes. Great. Good. Let's go. As they walked towards the exit, Derek tried to place a hand on Styles' lower back. Uh, on Styles' lower back, Styles was so nervous about everything that he swatted away to cover up the possible picker faux pas. He, he hurried away from Derek's side toward the curb, holding an arm arm up for a passing taxi. And that's all I copied, but like I thought, like it's like it's not obviously like the traditional like what you would read in this fic because this is like a whole like it's like him like faking it mm-hmm. but i it's so good it's so funny i really did enjoy it just like this excerpt we read i i can't say that i think i would read the traditional fix from this trope but um this is fun except for the miscommunication part which you know i hate i love a good miscommunication um you know like I enjoy a good sugar baby effect. Like, I'm down for it. It really, it really depends for me on age gaps and everything. Age gaps are kind of a squick for me. I respect them, but not for me. So it's like, mm-hmm. it really all depends. And like, there's a lot of factors to play into it. But this fic in particular, I fuck with. Um, yeah, usually there's a, there's a lot of like sugar baby stuff in the Hannibal fandom. So like, that that's usually sense. where I read. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so that's usually where I read it um yeah okay um so um, you want to know what we did in the past month that we didn't say what we both read the new ali hazelwood book and did we, we not talk it. about that we didn't talk about it oh my it. god yeah we both read it um both loved it um oh my god it was that so author good. ali hazelwood is very very talented she um, just knows she just knows what she to write. nails those tropes out and like I gotta say, I really did appreciate the extra smut in this one because everyone said the last one was so steamy and that's why I picked it up. And I was like, I mean, yeah, it was good. And the one sex scene in it was good. Are they're good, but... Yeah, but this one, I did appreciate that it had more. Still, you Mm -hmm. know, it was new adult. She really could not have added more without making it fully, like, an adult book. So I I respect it, but it it was very good. I thought it was very well done. I, 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 I love fake dating, so I'm, like, sad we didn't get the fake dating again. But, like, obviously, like, we can't have the same fucking book again. Like, duh. But like, I actually so like good. this one so much more. But it's also kind of I live for the drama. I will say the ending of the book pissed me off. I thought the climax was like very rushed. Um, and I don't know if that it was, was like it was. I don't know if that's like a remnant of the fic that it used to be, or like something happened with the deadlines. But it is very rushed, and in my opinion, very poorly done. But the rest of the book makes up for it is is really good the thing is i loved you know you know like this makes up with more like like actual like smut scenes but i really love like the tension in love hypothesis like i think oh love hypothesis God. has way better tension yeah and the it has build up like it's a shorter build up but it's it's like love the hypothesis shorter build up but more tension 
Well, no, it has like so much tension because it's like they don't That's really what I'm get saying. Yeah, shorter buildup, but more tension. Yeah. Like she managed to convey like all the sexual tension that she wasn't, that she kind of missed in the first book. No, I think the first book had better. Oh, you're talking about the first. Wait, shit, Love Hype. Oh my God, I was thinking they both are kind of like the same name. No, I actually disagree. I think that Love on the Brain had more tension because of the, but like, I think. And, and I just think it was overall a better book. But again, love hypothesis for you. The tension is there with the fake dating. For me, like that didn't really do anything. Yeah, that's fair. Because like there is really good tension in this book in this terms, like when they're like actually together and they're in like they're like in those situate like this more. You can feel the electricity. Book. You can really feel it. But like I just love like the tension in like the everyday kind of like where they have to like pretend like because that's like when I talk about fake dating, that is what I fucking love from it. It's so good. Um, I will stop bothering you guys. Okay. With I will also say um, it was a lot less obvious about the Star Wars characters in this book compared to the other ones, which I appreciated. I like obviously I knew it was yeah. Rolo, but like the supporting characters, it was a you know, lot less I, obvious who was who. I did at a point literally Google. I'm like, is this like actually like? Yeah, is this, like, I, I literally had asked Liz because I was like, wait, is this? I thought like most of her stuff was, but I wasn't sure. But it is, and I think the editing team did a much better job this time around of hiding who is who. I I I also much preferred the characterization. If we're if we're gonna like, I I I think I don't know if I talked about you this and I talked about this. Like, I didn't necessarily feel like it was very like Ray cat like characterized in the first book like i, I don't think it really that ray was better in this one uh, but, yeah. uh, okay we're we're like over an hour 20 we should really cut it um and not because we're we're we we, we right. sorry one more, one more quick thing one more quick thing um i really thought the references to star wars in this book were really fucking funny they were they, they were. were so fucking funny okay, they were expertly placed um okay so all that being said um this comes out this friday hopefully we will have uh more regular episodes for you coming out now um i'm gabs you can find me on social media on instagram twitter twitch tiktok at flighty the nerd liz where can we find you in the show you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at lazily liz you can find the show on instagram twitter and tiktok at your podcast you Email us for any. Oh, oh, oh my God! I'm losing my mind. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or the Trope's Battle for Dumbs. And YouTube. Email. Oh, and YouTube. Um, if you need emails for any reason, like questions, concerns, comments, good maze on our or Twilight fan fictions, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Thanks, guys, and we'll talk to you next. Bye bye. <laughs>